When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, mother lovers, to a brand new episode of Last Call at McLaren's How I Met Your Mother podcast. We are here for season two, episode two. Yeah, not episode one. Not episode one. The Scorpion and the Toad. All right. I am excited to to talk about uh, this episode. A lot of cool stuff happening here. A lot of interesting things that are leading towards stuff that happens later on in the show. And brighter future. That's right. So bright. So bright it's blinding my face. Is it blinding your face? It is not. Is it I'll literally have... blinding your fucking face right now? It's possible. Damn. Please, ben, tell me. <laughs> tell me how literally, literally, that's not Ben though. Sorry. That's uh <laughs> nobody cares, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so uh, season two, episode two, uh, aired on September 25th of 2006. Ooh. And John, do you want to take a guess at who directed this episode? Pamela Priman. Wrong! This is the very first episode not directed by one Pamela Priman. Really? We got a new director this episode in Rob Greenberg. Interesting. Uh, Rob goes well, on to direct. If I would have said Rob Greenberg. Yeah, I, don't, I think that would have been hilarious. Uh, and I probably would have shit myself a little. Uh, <laughs> Rob will go on to direct a total of seven episodes between seasons two and seven, uh, including three episodes alone just this season. Oh, nice. Uh, a few notable ones that he goes on to direct are Monday Night Football. Okay. Robots versus Wrestlers. Which is a great episode. And Ducky Tie. Yeah. I cannot wait for that episode. Yeah. And uh, it is written by Carter Bays, Craig Thomas, and we got a third writer on this episode, Chris Harris. Uh, Chris Harris wrote three episodes last season. He did OK Awesome, Game Night, and Marry the Paralegal. Oh. Yeah. Now so. I'm I'm gonna assume this is not the same Chris Harris as in like Chris Harris the professional wrestler. No, no, no. At least I hope I would assume so. It's very I guess it's very possible. I didn't dive that deep into like who this dude was. I just looked to see what other episodes he did. Fair. That's all I know. <laughs> so you know what? It's possible. It's always possible. Oh, it's true. <laughs> it's damn true. <laughs> so the summary for this episode uh, reads, Barney helps Marshall get back into the singles scene. Lily is back in town, and Ted and Robin try to learn the truth about how she feels about the breakup. Right? It's not a terrible... <laughs> Decent synopsis. Yeah, it's not a terrible summary. So this episode starts off with future Ted talking about Marshall and how it took him... Uh, a while to move forward after the breakup, yeah. which is what we saw. We, I mean, we that's pretty much what we got to see in episode one. Was that whole you know, two months before he was even okay, even a little bit? You know what I mean? No, not okay. Okay is lame. Okay is okay. Okay is awesome. Third awesome. base. <laughs> uh, that's a throw to a future episode. It's true. Uh, and now he is ready to take a huge step forward. 
And John, how do we know this? He checks out Robin's ass. That's right. Which, and, in all fairness, who wouldn't? It's true. And they are all pretty damn excited about how about him checking Bro, out Robin's ass. I, I love how it starts off with Ted. And Ted's like, you were just checking out Robin's ass. And Marshall's like, no, I wasn't just. And he's like, no, Barney yes. says it. Barney says it. Because then, oh, yeah. then he tells Ted. You're right. It was yeah. Barney first. Yeah. And then because then he tells Ted and. You're like, right, because Ted's like, Ted, yes. He's like, Ted, Marshall was just checking out your girlfriend's ass. And he was super excited about it. And then they tell Robin, <laughs> yeah, and Robin's like, like, oh, great. I thought I was having a really bad ass day. Yeah, I thought I was having a really bad ass day. Thanks. Uh, which I thought was uh, really funny. So because of this, Barney decides he is going to take Marshall out to meet some women. <laughs> uh, he, he makes this comparison uh, to going to a candy shop. And grabbing a handful of Whoppers. And then they spend the next hour, apparently, naming other candies that fit this joke. Like Mounds and Double Bubble. And and it made me think, I don't think I could sit there for an hour and name enough candies that fit into that mold. I just don't know if I could come up with enough candies to fill an hour. You can't can't think of enough names. You can't think of like a, a whatchamacallit. Okay. That took you three, two seconds. I know. Can you fill an hour? Can you fill an hour? I'm just saying, man. Hold on, hold on. Hour. Well, they like an entire an entire episode of this podcast just naming candies. I mean, depends. Do you feel like a nut because you can have an almond? Yeah, but it's supposed. I'm pretty sure, like the way that they, the the kind of the way that they talk about it, it makes me think that. All the candies are like sexually referenced as far as like like the the female anatomy. I mean, they could be, but I mean, they there could be the stretch in there, like Cadbury, your bone in her. I mean, maybe. <laughs> and that's just that's just a couple. Yeah, but I don't. I just don't think I could fill an hour. <laughs> Maybe not an hour, but yeah, they did it. That just means that they have like a very extensive knowledge of candy. That might be unhealthy. I'm I'm just saying, like a little bit. They might need a dentist. Yeah, I mean, may I? I wonder if most of it was Marshall because he's the food guy. True, he is. You know what I mean? He's a food. He's the food. He's the food guy. Uh, so Ted calls Robin, and this is where he tells her that Marshall checks out her ass. Uh, which again, she was very thankful for. Very and, when, and when she hangs up, she turns and sees Lily standing there waiting for her. Uh, after not seeing her for months, it's been like three months. The first thing Robin mentions uh, is Lily's new hair, and they hug. And I mentioned this last episode, but I would still be pissed. You know, like. They're supposed to be best friends. Yeah. Lily bails. No Bail communication. Hard. No communication. Three months. And everything is just fine. Like, everything's cool. Like, yeah. there's, not, there's not even a conversation about it. The only person who brings it up later on, it's not even in this episode. It's in the, the upcoming Christmas episode, is Ted. Yep. He brings it up about how she left not just Marshall, but him also. Yeah, but she also left fucking Robin, and Robin and, doesn't seem to care. No, and and you're right though; it really never does get addressed on the Robin aspect. Yeah, at least just, gets addressed on like Ted's side. Yeah, and we already like we know that. I mean, like, if you're watching this for the first time, sorry, but we've said many times we go down, we go deep into spoilers. You know, it's just that's the way we roll on this show. Um, we really want to have that deep experience of this show, you know, but. We, we we know later on that Barney he got he he got to see her. Like it's not like he didn't spend three months not seeing where she was. He was involved in, in stuff that he she was. was doing. You know what I mean? So he he got to have that moment with her. Um but Robin doesn't she doesn't get anything out of this. And I don't understand. No. You know, uh, I feel like maybe it's because we do learn later on that Robin is pretty good about just kind of cutting ties. She is, you know, and, and maybe this is that kind of that first glimpse of that. Maybe they did it unknowingly, you know what I mean? But it, it does play into that side of her character. Yeah. 
Like uh, when uh, what was her friend's name? When the one from Canada? Oh, uh, Jessica Glitter. Yeah, it's kind of like if you think about that, how yeah. she just kind of cut ties there, never mentions her, nothing. That's true. I hadn't actually thought about that. You know, like it, even if they weren't meaning for it to kind of link in that way, although I it, think it totally really fits her character. This is now the second episode that you referenced that part of her life. Yes. The last episode <laughs> you referenced the Beaver song, and now you're asking, uh, uh, mes- uh, mentioning. It's Jessica because Lewis. it's coming up soon, man. No, that doesn't. That well, that part of her life. Yes. Is yes. coming up. We don't find about space teens until I think it's no. like season four or five. Yeah, but that part of her life is coming up. <laughs> in not that many episodes. It's true. It's like episode nine. Is, Can we is, sing the song when we get there? I'm I'm down for it. <laughs> I might even I might even play the video just just for shits and giggles. I no, don't we don't want our shit pulled off YouTube. <laughs> we'll do it as a reaction. <laughs> but yes, we're reacting to this. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> we'll just have to like. We'll just have to butcher it by singing it. It'll be really bad, but it'll be hilarious nonetheless. <laughs> I can't yeah. wait to hear you do the giggle. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> uh, so Barney takes Marshall out to the bar. Uh, he's extremely awkward trying to pick up women here. He really is. He hasn't done this in like a at least a decade. It's <laughs> been a long we get time. A return of have you met? Yep. Have you met Marshall? Have you met Marshall? Yeah. He's, like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. So so Barney has to like kind of try to bail him out. He uses his magic tricks. We get we really get to dive more into Barney's use of magic First in off, this episode. The <laughs> extravagantness though into the magic tricks he does here. Because he does like this thing where the girl he goes, he looks at the girl and he goes, Do you like magic? And she goes, um, <laughs> I guess so. And he shoots like a little fireball to his hand. He opens it and it says, um, I guess so. And then they flash to the next day and Barney's like, I'm sorry. And Marshall's yeah. like, it's like, you're a jackass. Like, yeah. Yeah. And he's like, Poof. oh, and it says you're a jerk. Like, yeah. Oh, I really thought you were going to say jerk. jerk. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, uh, and the reason that he would be calling him a jerk or a jackass is because he can he starts stealing girls from him. Is oh, what yeah. it is, and Marshall gets pissed. Well, it's uh, funny because it happens there. Yeah, they happens go out there. again that night, yeah. and Marshall doesn't even really get to start talking to the girl. Barney walks up and just cuts right in and like takes yeah. over again. Yeah, but we'll get there uh, on this first one after it all happens. You know, like I said, Marshall's pissed, and Barney begs him to go out again, okay? And he even says he'll teach him uh, all of his strategies. Yes. He's a, including number seven, which is create a mystery about yourself. And this got me thinking. This feels like an early precursor to the playbook. It kind of does. You know? always like, um, it's number seven, which is create the mystery and intrigue about yourself. Yeah. And Marshall goes... That doesn't work. And he goes, maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. And Marshall's like, okay, that is a dream. Yeah, <laughs> it does work. Uh, and so he agrees, you know, begrudgingly, but he does. Uh, and then we flash over to the apartment. Robin walks in. She has something uh, she needs to tell Ted. But he has something, has some news yeah, of his own, he's man. He's got something he's got to tell her, too. Yeah, man. So really awesome news. He found a 1939 penny on the subway. Imagine the history this little guy has seen. And you want to know what I think is awesome about this? What? This whole thing comes back later on this season. Does it? In the Lucky Penny episode. It is revealed that him finding this penny is the whole thing that causes a bunch of stuff to go wrong. Like He misses his flight. Which makes him miss the the job interview and everything. Oh yeah, and it all links back to the penny. Yeah, yeah and I can't wait for that to come back. And around. it's this moment, which I think is uh, this is where like this show really starts like insanely tying things together, like 
beforehand. You know? I can't wait to see that episode now. I don't yeah. think I ever got that. Like even just in these these two episodes, we get a lot of that stuff. Yeah, you know, you get the you know the the moment where uh, Marshall and and uh, Ted meet, and then we get to see it later on. We get this thing with the penny, and there's a like we get a lot of that stuff throughout, and it's just it's starting to build more, and that's the stuff that I love to just be like, okay, you got to grab onto that and remember it, and, and see how it connects here, and it's I don't yeah. know, that's some of my favorite stuff. I love I, I love all that stuff. And that's why and it's stuff like that, which is the biggest reason why we don't have a spoiler ban on this show. Yeah. Because I want to well, talk mean, about that stuff. And well, and I like that we we keep to a very simple formula and yet we still dive into like other things, theories, yeah. fan notes. Mm-hmm. We we talk about Barney's blog, which ties into a lot of this. We talk into the shit they have in the future. Because yeah. if you don't, it's going to be a very boring show. You people aren't going to want to hear that. Yeah, man. Like, uh, this is the kind of show for, like, how I met your mother fanatics like us. Yes. Who really want to hear about, who want to dive in and, and just and, and just get into the intricacies of, of this show. And that's that's what yeah, I love about doing right. it. Yeah, man. Fucking A is right. And, and I'm never going to change that. No, I mean, shit, there have been plenty of times where me and you have just been chilling out talking about how I met your mother. Yeah. That's never going to change. Yeah, that's why we started this this show in the first place, you know? Yeah. Uh, So then then Robin blurts out her news. Yeah. I saw Lily today. (laughs) He's like, what? What? And you let me lead with the penny? I mean, I'll be honest, that's probably the better idea anyways, because are you really going to want to tell that Penny story? You're going to lose all your enthusiasm for the Penny story once you hear that. Yeah. I'm just saying. It's probably a good thing. He got to get his excitement out in a nice way. (laughs) Uh, So then we have a flashback to Robin and Lily looking at an apartment. Lily, you know, she's telling her about uh, the art program and everything that goes on, you know. We see a little scene of her on uh, her teachers, like praising her. Uh, and then she, we see like a scene of her, like meeting a bunch of people on the bus yeah. and everything just seems wonderful at this too point. Wonderful. Yeah. Way too wonderful. As we'll see later on. Uh, Ted, not happy about it at all. He honestly doesn't buy it. He thinks that she's miserable. Oh yeah. You know, and he thinks that she should be miserable. You know, that's, that's what he wants. You know, he he had to deal with Marshall for over two months just being a fucking just pathetic pile of goo, essentially. Pretty much. And that and he doesn't think it's okay that that Lily is, is you know, all happy and doing well and all this stuff. He wants her to just be miserable. Uh, so then Marshall walks in while they're talking. And Robin has to has to lie to cover it up, uh, knowing, you know, that it'll it'll mess him up if, if he finds out. Yeah. And so she's just like, Ted found an old penny on the subway. No, she says by the years. She goes, he found a penny from 1939. Oh, does he? I don't think yeah, I remember. And Marshall goes, oh, good for you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> the thought was was pretty funny. Uh, and then at the bar, Barney and Marshall uh, are trying this whole date thing again uh Bar- barney states some rules for dating which again felt like another kind of precursor to the to the playbook yeah it could have been like, um, like the rules and stuff and yeah very open. and so a- after that after like getting like these two things that kind of made the playbook stick out in my mind i i kind of did a little research i looked it up we don't see the playbook until season five. Oh wow and then we don't see it again until season eight. We see it in the one episode of season five, and then we don't see the playbook again until season eight. It gets mentioned several times yeah. between seasons five and eight, oh, but sure. we only see it those few times. However, in season three, we get our first mention of an actual play in the episode The Bracket. Barney mentions pretending to be an astronaut to sleep yeah. with a woman. So that means that next season, by next season, he's already doing plays like that style. So yeah, so these could be like essentially like I don't want to call them like bylaws, but these could be like 
a preface in the the playbook yeah. being like, remember these simple rules when running these plays. Yeah. I, I I really think that they're kind of building toward it. That's really cool. And, and again, um, just like uh, what I was talking about before, like they may not even realize that they're doing it. Oh, I'm, I'm assuming if they don't, then this is just sheer coincidence. But I wouldn't yeah. doubt that they didn't catch it later on and be like tie this. Yeah. If if it's if it's coincidence, then I think what they did is they saw all the stuff that they had done and said, you know what. This could work, yeah. And then they, and then they kind of did the playbook because it all like kind of it fits and it seems to like it's that's where it's leading. So, which I thought was really cool. I, I really, I really like that. And again, you know, we talked about how you know sometimes we just like to talk about theories, and that just might be a theory. But you know what? I like it. I think it's a cool theory. True. Yeah. All right. So Marshall picks out a, a woman to hit on. Is this uh, this woman with glasses? Barney is surprised. I I think that he doesn't, from first glance, he doesn't think she's all that attractive. I mean, it's not Barney's typical go-to. Girl. It's it's not. It's really not. Uh, but it you know it seemed to to fit the fit the mark for Marshall, and uh, so he approaches her and he try he tries to go the Barney route and he tries an insult, and he just like instantly caves. He can't do it. No. And then he stupidly introduces her to Barney. Yep. Like, I love Marshall. And I know that, like, he's a little naive at times. But come on, man. Like, That's what are like you showing doing? a snake of little mouse. I mean, the whole, if you, the title of this episode is a scorpion in the, in the toad. And yes, that's the name of the bar that they they wind up going to. Yes, but it's also Barney and Marshall. Barney yes. is the scorpion, and Marshall is the frog. That's exactly uh, what's happening, or Toad, whatever. That's exactly what's happening here, you know, because yeah, Marshall keeps getting stung by Barney or, time and time I know, again. Or Marshall too, like yeah. I I don't feel bad for him as much on this one because he caved instantly. He did. Like he came in really hard and like was instantly like And the thing is, him like him doing that actually worked for him. Because she was she seemed like she was coming around, but then she he instantly introduces her to Barney. Yeah. If he hadn't, I think he might have had a shot. Maybe. You know. But then like by like and again, not to get too far ahead, but like Third date, man. He had that down. Yeah. He, he made sure Barney left all the... <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, back at the apartment, Marshall, he is pissed again. You took my candy! Yeah, he tells Barney he will not go out with him again. Called This is the whole thing where he calls him a jackass, and yeah. Barney like does the fires. You're a jerk. Uh, this is that scene. So Barney says that, you know what, listen, I'm sorry. How about this? I'll take you to a college bar. You know, you can use the fact that you're a third-year law student to your advantage. You know, you, you're smarter than, you know, a lot of these, uh, you know, the, like the guys that would be coming. And you can really use that to your advantage. And that that kind of plays to Marshall. He, he thinks yeah, that's, a, that's a good idea. Uh, so he agrees. But... <laughs> When he turns and looks at look to to look at Barney, Barney is just gone. Yeah, and I thought like, this was hilarious because Marshall is shocked. He's like, "How did you do that?" Because he tells him he's like, you know, like you know, he's like, and then yeah, and he's like, "How did you do that?" Yeah, because he's, like, he's talking, doing like uh, talking, you know, talking about magic tricks and stuff throughout the whole episode. Yeah, and then poof, he's gone. And then and Barney, really, like, leans in the doorway. He's like, I'm taking a piss, bro. Yeah. He's like, I'm just taking a leak, man. Damn. <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. It was. Because uh, that means that he didn't even notice him get off the couch. Yeah. Uh, so then the next day, uh, Ted and Robin go apartment hunting with Lily. Ted says, this is where Ted, after Lily kind of walks away, says to Robin that, that Lily is miserable. Yeah, yeah, he can tell. Robin doesn't buy it. Uh, you know, they bet on it. And five uh, bucks. yeah, he says that five uh, American dollars. Yeah, five American dollars. Damn. Uh, it says that three shots of tequila. 
is what will get bring out the truth. Uh, so Lily comes back with a key for this uh, other apartment, and they check out the apartment, and it is a dump. And she's instantly like, nope, I'll take the other one. And it's funny because this apartment comes back. Yeah, this is the apartment she ends up in. Yeah, this is this is the apartment she's in during the Christmas episode. Yeah. Yeah, which is... <laughs> so tiny. <laughs> You're going to piss off the big guy upstairs. Oh, I'm going to piss off Jesus. No, my super. And he turns the... We'll get there when we get there. But I love that whole scene. And because the guy, the super, the voice, is Newman from Seinfeld. By the way. <laughs> That's yeah. great. Which I'm sure I'll talk about again when we get there. Uh, but back at uh, like the regular apartment, Barney comes over and tells Marshall to suit up. Suit up! And Marshall's like, no. And Bar- you know, Barney, he's like, yeah, that, you know what? This will work for you. He's just wearing yeah. like a like a sweater and some some sweater and some jeans. Yeah, some jeans, whatever. Uh, but he, this is where, like you were saying, this is where he makes Barney empty out his yeah. pockets and his sleeves uh, from all for all of his magic. I gear. love the way he does it though, because he's like, look, we're gonna leave all magic tricks behind. And like Barney pulls out a thing of cards and he does the and Marshall yeah. grabs them, and yeah. then he's like, um, and your sleeves and your sleeves. There's nothing up, and Marshall like starts pulling out the anchor. And he's like, "In your pocket." And no, no, because like, the pocket was the cards. Then he's like, yeah. "I think you forgot something behind my ear." Yeah, and he's like, "There's nothing about you." Oh! Uh, yep, yeah, he pulls out that. That was pretty funny, and I love because like Marshall was having like he, he was laughing with that. Well, he yeah. thought it was funny too. You like they like they knew and they were having the banter, and I, I thought it was a good moment for the two of them. It really showed, like, kind of like their type of friendship. Yeah. And, like, you know what I mean? Like, Barney may be doing all this stuff to him, but they're still friends. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Uh, so at the at the college bar, Marshall is chatting up this cutie named Amy. And she he's doing really well, oh, you know? Oh, he's doing great. But when she, when she has to leave, he's so oblivious that she she wants him to ask for her number. She's dropping every hint. Oh my possible. god. It's painful Maybe to watch. Maybe we'll see you again. Yeah. Maybe you should <laughs> try to get a hold of me. Yeah, like I do have a phone number. He's like, nice. <coughs> nice. nice. It's like, and then you know, and Barney comes over and Marshall thinks he's gonna, you know, yeah, get in there and take it. Him. But he doesn't. He actually helps out and gets her to give Marshall uh, her number. Her number. And then on the cab ride home, Marshall, he's so excited. He's looking at the card. She's got cute handwriting. She, like, she puts a little heart on her or something. I love how and, he's like, yeah, look at this card, Barney. And then Barney's like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm taking this. I'm, no, he throws it out the window. Well, no, first he's like, ha, oh, yeah. I, I'm taking this. And then he gets, he gets, Marshall gets so pissed that he flips out and starts choking Barney. He just starts choking him in the he cab. <laughs> and I love how Barney's uh, like, look, if I can't have it and you can't have it, I'm going to get rid of it. And he yep. throws it out the window. And yeah. Mar- Marshall's like, stop the cab! <laughs> and the fucking cab, he's like, oh, what? And Marshall yeah. gets out. And Barney's like, Soop. he's like, and then he rambles off some address. Yeah. Yep. And the fucking cab, he leaves Marshall in the middle of the road. <laughs> Oh, dude, it was hilarious. It was real fucked up, though. <laughs> but, I mean, we learn later on why he's obviously doing this yeah. in, a, in another episode, but uh, it's still real fucked up. Uh, so uh, then we're at Robin's place. Uh, Ted, Robin, and Lily are sitting around chatting. Lily gets a phone call and then walks off. Ted is assuming at this point now that Robin was right. Um, he, you know, she seems happy and he thinks he lost the bet and, you know, he's about to pay Robin. And then Lily comes out and says she did not get that nice apartment and just completely has like a breakdown. Oh my God, man. Like she has a breakdown. Yeah. I mean, like think that was the, the last straw and Whoa, just the whole I, dam just broke. I have to say she starts having the breakdown and like Ted gets on the couch to come for her. <laughs> yeah. And he lays on the sarcastic, like, I care, so fucking thick. Gee, Lily, this sounds like it's more than to do with the apartment. 
something else you might have lost recently. Yeah. And like she's like, ah! <laughs> and I'm like, the apartment was a metaphor. A metaphor for Marshall. Yeah, it's like really and, you're you're like having this sobbing like uh, a breakdown, and that's your that's your dialogue line. Right. I love how like okay. I don't know if you caught this, but Robin pulls the money out and hands it to Ted right in front of Lily. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no qualms about that ever. Just here's my payment. Yep, yep. And it's funny because, like, they make this bet about Lily and how she feels about Marshall and how she feels about the breakup and everything, right? Yep. And then later on, Marshall and Lily make a $5 bet Yep. As to whether or not Ted and Robin will get back together. Yep. Well, I mean, they have the box of bets. They do have a box of bets, but there's specifically a $5 yeah. bet $5 about bet. Ted and Robin, whereas they, Ted and Robin have a $5 bet about Lily and Marshall, which yep. I think is, which was really kind of, kind of cool. Like a nice little, like nice callback, little I guess. Yeah. You know, it looks like they're just, you know, tying shit together. And I like that. Uh, so th- that whole night was drinking. You know, yep. that was the whole point, getting getting Lily a little bit drunk on some tequila so that she tells the truth. And so the next morning, uh, Ted, Lily, and Robin are at, like, some diner, and Ted and Lily are just hungover. <laughs> Robin, however, still, still, drunk. still drunk and giddy, and it's hilarious. She does, she's like, whew. I, she just, I love the titty shake. <laughs> Dude, it's fucking hilarious. She is brilliant in that scene. It's she like, is. Like they're like the two of them just being so hungover, but just watching Robin, because like th- like Ted and Lily are talking through a lot of this, right? Oh yeah. And then there's just Robin there, just not having dialogue, not even having the camera focused on her, and she's just looking around, being all happy and just like doing things, and it's fucking hilarious to watch. It's one of the best parts. I loved it, it so much. It reminds me slightly of the scene from Scrubs where it's the four women sitting around the table. It's Jordan, Carla, Elliot, and... Yes. Um, uh, Ma- Mandy, is Julie. it Mandy Moore? Julie. Julie, yeah. Um, and yeah, it's the four degrees of like growing mm-hmm. up. Yeah, like, I, just recently, I just recently watched that episode, yeah. So yeah, so you know exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. Yeah. And yeah, it just kind of reminds me of that because like you said, like, Ted and uh, Ted and um, Lily are both like fuck this. And Robin's just like I'm still drunk. <laughs> yeah, it was it was good stuff. <laughs> uh, so Lily reveals that she ha- she's been dying to ask about Marshall, but she was trying to play it cool. And then she also this is where she then reveals that the summer was not as great as she let on. Oh yeah, she you know <laughs> she met like a like a schizophrenic guy on the bus. Instead of all these fancy people, and the teacher was a complete douchebag, and she bombs out of arts out of the art program. Yeah, you know uh, that's you call this art? I can't teach you nothing, dude. Like I watched it, I was like, "Holy fuck, this guy is such a dick." Yeah, like there's no way in my mind that she is that bad that she can't I mean we've seen some of her artwork yeah like there's I mean and like in no no the one hasn't come up yet never mind because there's my favorite one happens to be the painting that they find behind the piano yeah that's the one I was literally thinking of the uh Mm -hmm. the new art yes (laughs) nude Art. Nude art. <laughs> nude art. Nude art. Yeah, that's a that's that's a good Oh no, it's new darts. New darts. New darts. Nude darts. Arts. <laughs> nude arts. Oh, you guys found the painting. But yeah, that's that's the exact one I was even thinking of. And I'm just like like she's paying to be here. I assume she's paying. I would assume it's a fucking like I don't think I don't think you're getting to do this for free. No. Um and like it's like really? Like you can't teach her like fuck you, man. Like <laughs> stop being a fucking condescending right? prick. Maybe you uh, should teach her then. 
Yeah, exactly. How about this? Become a better fucking teacher. Right? You shouldn't you probably shouldn't be teaching an art program if you can't teach <laughs> like because those who can't teach teach gym. That's right. <laughs> so uh, back at the bar, Marshall is he's pissed off again at Barney yeah. as he is. Can you time. blame him? No, I, I mean he's absolutely right to be pissed because he Barney keeps stealing girls from him. Yeah, uh, and he says that you know what? How would you like <laughs> be able to redo last night all over same again? Conversations, and same jokes. Have a chance. He's like, well, how, how is that supposed to work? And he tells him that this girl has a twin sister, and they've set them set the, them up for a double date. So. While on this date, Barney tells Marshall that he has to leave. And I'm just like, dude, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. You just tried to make amends, you know? And And, and again, we know why. After watching the show, we know why he's doing this. But when you're first watching the show, it's just Barney being a complete asshole of a friend. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so he he says he says to Marshall, he's like, you know, being single, it's 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 like a lawless hellscape, essentially. Pretty you know? much. It's 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 not easy. Uh no. and like I said, we do we later on we learn that all this is all a plan to keep him from dating because you know he's known about Lily wanted and, and how she yeah. wanted him back and everything. Um, however, in a later episode, uh, it's uh, the bachelor party episode. He makes a comment that th- this is where we find out about what Barney was doing, that he can't keep stealing girls from Marshall when he's trying to convince Lily to come back to New York. Yes. But he doesn't start doing that until Lily's back in New York already. True. So, like, I'm like... That is, yeah. That whole thing didn't happen until after she was already back. So he wasn't actually stealing any girls prior to that. So it just, it didn't, I don't know why. So... like, and it, I'm pretty sure it's the same season. I'm pretty I think sure. It's later this season. I don't understand how they missed how they would have messed that up? I don't. I don't know. Well, I have a doing. small side question for you, and this is going to flash forward to a future episode as well. Okay. So the episode where they introduce the belt. Oh yes. yes okay. Yes. Barney talks about how he has a chance at a three-way, and he blows it. Is this the same two girls? Well, I mean, they show the girls, don't they, in that in that scene? I, they do, but I don't remember the girls. I don't think they were twins, because that's See, the one remember. where he like spills the stuff on the rug. Yeah, the wine. Yeah, I don't think they were twins. Um, but I mean, it would have been, dude. That would have been way more awesome. But as we see, he never even gets close. True with these girls, so I don't think. I don't oh think it's yeah, ever no, meant. you're right though, because he does it. You're right. Never mind. Yeah, Never I, mind. I, but I think. I mean, yes, he's he's trying to keep Marshall from from getting with other girls, but I also think that he is trying to go for the for the belt here. I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. Like, I I think that's his that's his end game. I think that was the whole point of him, like setting up the double date. Oh, absolutely. He's like, wait a minute. You have a twin? I might be able to... Because, like, he, of course he's not going to let Marshall score. No. That's the whole point. Yeah. But in the but meanwhile... But Marshall from scoring and land himself the belt? Yeah. yeah. I think that's the only reason he even set up the double date. That's fair. Because, you know, Barney, Barney doesn't tend to hit it twice. No. You know? But he was willing to try to do it, to try to get to the three-way belt. New is always better. New is always better, John. Uh, So Barney uh, heads back to the table, tells the girls that Marshall has food poisoning. Yeah, food poisoning, which is a lame and fucking excuse, but yeah, just they buy it. Oh, yeah. Uh, So we head outside of McLaren's, and Marshall sees Lily for the first time in three months. She looks... Real happy to see him. He, however, does not. 
Uh, he asks what she's doing there, and she says that she made a huge mistake, and she wants to get back together. Uh, Marshall tells her that, you know, three months ago, you broke my heart. And she asks again, and he says no. Uh, you know, specifically, he says no, not right now, that kind of thing. Kind of, you know, does the whole, uh, what she does to, to like Scooter, the whole keep it on the hook kind of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? He does that. But I don't think it's, I don't, he's not doing it maliciously. I do think no. that deep down, you know, he he does he hope that there's that chance, but he just can't do it right now. Uh, <clears throat> she, and she was not expecting that. Do you remember your re- reaction to seeing this the first time and how he, like him just flat out being, Dude, no. yeah, I thought I thought it was gonna go different. I thought he's gonna see her and be like, "Yes, yeah." And I, it still hurts every time I watch this. This part of the season is so hard, yeah. Because uh, like, I love the Marshall Lily combination. Mm. I think what they have is a phenomenal love. So this part of the series, or uh, the series, where like they're not together and they're fighting. But they're like they're not really fighting because they still try to remain friends, as you see. Like it just it fucking hurts because they're so good together. Yeah, yeah. And like even like Allison Hannigan has said like she hated parts of like working with Jason Siegel, like his smoking and shit like that. Oh, but God. they had really great on-screen chemistry with one another, and it plays out so well between the two characters. Mm-hmm. And I love seeing it because I mean Allison Hannigan is a beautiful woman. She's funny and she's charismatic, and Jason Segel is just a fucking goofball. I feel like he's like could hang out with us, and we could just banter with him all night. Speaking and, real quick, this is a weird side note tangent. Speaking of Jason Segel, uh, I watched Despicable Me yesterday. Okay, and I did not realize that he voices the villain Vector in that movie. Oh yeah, I did not because it does not sound anything like him. No, right. And I think what I think is hilarious is that Russell Brand's also in that movie. Yep. And so the, the two of them were in that movie. Yep. And I thought that was too oh, funny. Oh, yeah. Vector. Oh, yeah. Vector. I say oh, that to yeah. Val all the time. Dude, I do too. I did not know that was Jason Segal. Yeah. I had learned that, that one was Jason Segal a while ago. And I thought it was, I think it's great. Yeah, but he does a great, like, you don't, you can't tell. Nope. Same with, the same with Russell Brand's character. He plays uh, Dr. Nefario. You really, you really can't. Uh, anyways, but uh, so they talk for a bit on uh, on the stoop to their building. Uh, and she, yeah, she asks him if there's anything she can do to start to make it up to him. And he goes, "Nah." Well, well, no. Yeah, he has an idea. So we go inside the bar. Barney is chatting up the twins. <coughs> Lily comes walking in. And walks right up to Barney's table and says, you gave me chlamydia, you jerk. Throws a drink in his face and yep. walks out. And we're, we're like, okay, you know, that's a thing. Okay. But that ain't it, man, because a few seconds that later. Was, but I think it's great, though. He tries to go back to hitting on them. Yeah. Yeah, oh, where where was I? Oh, 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 yeah, uh, manager. Oh, I see, I did it again, manager. Yep. <laughs> manager. Lily walks in the door. Only thing different is she put on a hat. Yep, same dress, just wearing a hat. You gave my sister chlamydia and throws an eye drink <laughs> in his face. And dude, it was hilarious. And, and the twins are leaves. like, yep. And the twins are like, yeah, we're out of here. They get up and they leave. And then Barney, like, essentially, like, looks dead to the camera and is like, yeah, well played, Erickson. Well played. It's all, he, he kind of puts on that that kind of attitude of, like, I'm going to get you back for this. Oh, yeah. I'll you get know? you, Erickson. Yeah. And, and your little dog, too. And, and your little fucking dog. And that's how the episode ends, John. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what were your uh, overall thoughts of season two, episode two, The Scorpion? I mean, I say, I say with it, it's a solid episode. Yeah, I agree. <coughs> I think, uh, I think this this new guy Rob was it Rob something Rob Rob Green, Greenberg Green. What <coughs> did I say his name was? Yeah, Rob Greenberg. The, 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 I think he did a good job directing uh, for his first time, not having Pamela Fryman here. Uh, I think it was well done. Well done. I would it's agree. 
Yeah, I, I really I really enjoy this episode. I mean, I don't like seeing Lily and Marshall apart, but I think they do enough uh, around that with the surrounding characters that that, yes. have, that make me enjoy the episodes uh, so far. So, uh, but yeah, so that's uh, all I got. Do you have anything else you want to say about the episode itself? No, no. Okay. All right. So, uh, I mean, that takes us to uh, everybody's favorite part. Barney's, Barney's blog. blog. That's right. Pseudo, Pseudo bitches. bitches. <laughs> That's right. And so for today's blog entry, we have Chicks Times Two. That's <laughs> the name of this one. From Tuesday, September 26th, 2006 at 2.29 p.m. Uh, this one, he kind of talks about... Uh, what he calls the elusive white whale of getting identical twins. Fair enough. Yeah, and so he's got this like little list of fun facts about twins. But before he gets into the into the whole list, he he has this little thing. That says, "I promise you this, dear readers. One day I will double my pleasure. One day I will double." My pleasure. Also, feel free to send your twin pictures to me at barneystinson at yahoo.com. <laughs> he puts it in there two in a row. He puts his email address. I kind of want to email it to see if anything comes back. That would be great. I, I don't know if it's still in use or not, but... All right, so we've got fun facts about twins. He's got a list of 10 famous twins. It says, or 20, I guess. Because, you know, they're twins. So it's uh, the Olsen twins, duh. Uh, Romulus and Remus. Nick Nolte and Gary Busey. (laughs) I think it's hilarious because they do look a lot alike. Uh, Breasts are apparently identical twins. You know, because they're breasts. Kit Kats. And these aren't, this is just 10 famous twins. Not not 10 famous identical twins. I mean... Breasts are on there. I know, but the next one is obviously not. Oh. It's Luke and Leia. Uh, they're, I, they're twins, but they're not they identical. twins. Uh, Tomax and Zaymot. I don't know what that one is. Uh, Kirby Puckett. The Barbie twins. Zan and Jaina. I know that one because that's the, uh, the Wonder Twins. The Wonder Twins, yep. And then Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. You know, from the movie Twins, which I thought was pretty funny. Ah, oh, it's great. <laughs> Uh, so then his next one is, where do twins come from? It says, contrary to popular belief, twins do not come from accidentally getting water on a newborn, but, you know, like gremlins, uh, but from science, roughly one fertilized egg or zygote out of every 150 devised to form two separate embryos. Gross. Uh, and then the last thing he has on here is, who should have... An identical twin. His first on the list says me. So, yep. yep. And the second on the list, hot chicks. <laughs> and that's it. Fair. <laughs> that is all he's got uh, for for that. So you know, not not too long of a blog uh, entry this time around, but pretty succinct it's to a what solid Barney likes. Blog entry though. Yeah, it's just pretty succinct to what Barney likes likes to do and talk about. So. Yeah, so uh, that's it. Uh, this one, this was a bit of a shorter episode, I think. Uh, so uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys are excited to uh, move forward with our show. We're in season two. I'm excited. We got some great episodes coming up. Oh yeah, um, I I've been preparing for a couple of the upcoming episodes. For yeah. some reason, my shoulder's been a little tense lately, so I've been working on a couple of things. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I mean, it just, I don't know. This motion seems to really help <laughs> my shoulder feel so much better. Yeah, buddy. It's like, yeah. it's like there's some real tension, but the, like the faster I do it, like <laughs> really seems to help. It's going to be good. Uh, next week, we're actually going to have uh, a guest on the show. Actually for the next two episodes, we're going to have uh, a guest on the show. So uh, definitely check that out. We'll also have a guest Still, it'll be the same guest 
for that slap bet episode that we're talking about. So hell yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a good time. I'm excited to have our first guest on the show. Uh, maybe we'll have other people. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I mean, having other people on the show could be a, a knee slapper of a time. It could Get be. It. Yeah. Knee slapper. It, it absolutely could be. So uh, I think that's all I got. You got anything left uh, that you want to say before we wrap things up? No. Nope. No? All right. So uh, <laughs> why don't you let everybody then know where they can find you? Well, you can always find me on Twitter at Simply Sane J1. Corresponds with my podcast and my blog, blog Simply Sane with J. I'm also on Facebook. And, I mean, if you really want, I, I mean, I'm – I got an email. It's my name, John underscore made at hotmail.com for, you know, those people who, you know, like to do it old school. Uh, you can always find me pretty much anywhere. Uh, you can find me on like this corresponding stuff, the off the rope stuff, which is Josh and my other podcast. I'm, I'm not hard to find. It's Josh over here. Who's got like 17,000 things going on. That's true, I do. You can find me on Twitter at JP Rayner. That's J-P-R-A-Y-N-O-R. As well as right down here at Movie Blog Merc. That is the Twitter page for my site, Merc with a Movie Blog. Uh, if you're watching this uh, on YouTube, that means you're watching it on the Merc with a Movie Blog YouTube channel. So please hit that like button. Smash that smash subscribe button. button. Smash the shit out of it. And then uh, smash also like it's Victoria. Bell. That's right. And then hit that little bell so you always get notified when we drop a new episode uh also make sure that you uh follow last call at mclaren's on twitter at last call h-i-m-y-m that's last call <coughs> h-i-m-y-m uh you can also uh head over to our anchor page which is anchor.fm slash last call h-i-m-y-m you can leave us a voice uh message there which we will uh as long as it's, it's you know not something i dislike uh i will play it on air uh, if it's not too vulgar, I mean, we, we get pretty, pretty vulgar, but we do, you know, I got limits. I got limits, people. Yeah, I got layers. Limits. I got layers. I'm not liquid. He's got layers like an onion. Like a, everybody loves cake. Cake. That's right. Uh, and you can also, if, uh, if you like listening on podcasts and you're listening over on Apple podcasts, please leave a five-star review. Uh, if you like what you hear. And uh, if you leave a written review, we will read that on air. So now that I've gotten my spiel out of the way, John, what do you got for him? Ladies and gentlemen, you don't have to go home, but you can't listen here. That's right, folks. Catch you on the flippity flop. <laughs>